JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, I uh, I uh, noticed in a um, an announcement made last week that this year Sinai, our friends at the Sinai schools, will not be having an annual dinner. Instead, now through February, they're going to be exploring our season of Sinai stories, short videos and stories about how Sinai has transformed the lives of thousands of children with special needs. And of course, the Sinai children need us now more than ever. That's an understatement. Um, Rabbi Rothwax has uh, described for us the types of expenses Sinai has in order to service our community. And he is, in fact, with us live via telephone. The dean of the Sinai schools is Rabbi Dr. Yisrael Rothwax. Rabbi Rothwax, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's good to speak with you. Uh, that might be the headline for uh, for people, that Sinai will not be having an annual dinner this year. The sub-headline, even more importantly, is that people, please God, will be helping out from all corners of the community to help keep Sinai going. Tell us, what is it that the Sinai schools are doing on a regular basis to serve children in our community? Well, you know, not when we were talking about the this, this, you could imagine very tough decision to not make a dinner. And, and we're in the same boat with many, many other organizations. Our dinner um, typically has, you know, a thousand people wow. every year packing the Glen Point. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an evening typically of, of powerful emotion, right. um, and and of course is the the centerpiece of of our campaign. Uh, and and the, when we were doing a little bit of a cheshbon nefesh this uh, past summer and trying to prepare for this year, that was a really, really, really tough decision um, to to do what we're doing, um, which I'm happy to describe to you in a little bit more detail. But sure. what we were finding so far. Is that our community is uh, is really so deeply um, appreciative of that which we are doing, and that is that's being reflected in the in the type of support that they're providing. I think I think that so much of the reason why people enjoy coming to our dinners because they know that they're connected to something that is good, that is doing good, um, and that is unique. Well, I mean, and, first, first of all, I didn't realize a thousand people come every year, which is amazing, and it's, I mean, it's probably one of the largest dinners in our community, but there are two other factors. Number one is how well you do what you do, the Sinai staff and the, the, uh, and the entire infrastructure, and I see you're just growing, I see you're just expanding, which is unbelievable, uh, to service more and more, and you're doing it for so long. And I think it's one of the things people like in our community. They like a proven commodity, Rabbi Rothwax. And if there's anything Sinai has proven to be, it is a proven commodity that is uh, not only you know working to help children in our community, but is expanding the services in our community. Baruch Hashem. We are, we are blessed to be able to do that. When, when, when I was talking a minute ago about the Cheshbon HaNefesh, it was exactly about that. It's really, you know really looking into ourselves and what is it that we want to share with the community? What kind of, um, you know, messages do we want to, are we proud of that we want to be sharing with everybody? Yeah. And to get together, um, we're, we're really, we're looking back over the 40 years um, that we have, that we've been around. Um, and, you, you know, you've been, been around the block a few times, Nachum. You've seen um, organizations come and go. You've seen many organizations grow over time. And when you look, you know, a generation or two into, um, you know, their growth and, um, and can appreciate kind of where their, their roots really lie, um, that is something that is 
uh, super special. And and I, th I think that I, I speak on behalf of all of the leadership at Sana, both professional and lay, that we're always reminded of kind of where where we come from. And 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 ironically, um, and I know that you, the the guest uh, prior uh, to our conversation was Rabbi Fass, Rabbi Rabbi Fass. Um, his father-in-law and mother-in-law, Dasi and Leo Brents, that are actually founding parents of Sinai, um, and and um, some of their um, the, some of that story and some of their work and, and the work of their colleagues has been uh, presented in some of the articles that we've been putting out there. Um, but we want to be able to share with the community um, right. how deeply we appreciate we are, not just of those who really started um, and rolled up their sleeves as founding parents and board members. But really, for all those who have been with us for, for the last four years, we have hundreds of honorees from the last 40 years <laughs> who have, who have all true. signed on to a statement of support for Sinai um, you know, and, 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 and in pride of what it is that we've accomplished and continue to over time. And that's well, really an amazing, amazing accomplishment. One of the things that I remember and, uh, and always appreciate is speaking to your alumni who go through the story of what uh, you know, they went through. Uh, in order to make it through school and how Sinai essentially helped, held their hand in order to get them to the finish line. And then they end up being among the most successful people in our community. So, I mean, you're not just, you know, creating, you're not just solving a problem. You're creating leadership and you're creating people who are, you know, out there on behalf of the community in, in tremendous roles. And I think that has to be acknowledged as well. And I'm assuming a lot of those stories will be from people like I just described, right? Absolutely, they they, they represent um, the, the our students, you know, our alumni, parents, um, board members, community members, and um, equally as important, all of those are, are the, the our students' peers, the students in our partner schools, um, who who themselves reflect on how they've been impacted um, going to a school alongside students who learn differently than, than they do and what, mm. what that's meant to them. All right, Rabbi Dr. Yisrael Rothax is with us. He's dean of the Sinai Schools. Let, let's do a couple of things. First of all, we have to remind everybody, that, and especially people who aren't as familiar as we think they might be with Sinai, that this is a program that is literally integrated into our mainstream yeshivot. These are in our mainstream day schools. And and I think that, you know, again, you go back a generation or two, some might have been hesitant to do that or would not have understood why it's important to do it in this way. This system has worked. You have seen this system work really, really well with the cooperation of some great schools out there. Uh, we have. We're blessed to, uh, now, 40 years later, um, to, to be partnering with eight different schools. Um, we started in, in Hebrew Youth Academy, which is now the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, 40 years ago. Right. Um, and now we've expanded to... Um, to eight different schools, four elementary schools, four, um, four high schools, um, and, and they in, include um, the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, RYNJ, uh, SAR Academy, um, and most recently, uh, as of a few months ago, we're at, uh, at YCQ as well. And then, of course, our, our high schools at, at Kushner, TABC, Mayanat, and Heichal. Um, and and w the growth that you've um, described is is really amazing. You know, people sometimes ask me, you know, where do you see Sinai in 10 years from now? Where do you see Sinai in 20 years from now? How big do you want it to be? How many schools do you want to partner with? And my answer always is we want to be as large as the community needs us to be. And we want, we want to make sure that we're filling a need and we're, that we're doing it well. And what we've seen over the last number of years is that, that there's so much more of a need. There's a lot more um, uh, I think awareness out there, right. um, and, and both in part of parents and schools, 
and his desire for us to expand. And so when, when we have expanded over the last number of years, we've expanded onto the other side of the river in New York because right. we've always had, always had students coming to us from all five boroughs of New York City um, and, and Westchester into our schools in New Jersey. And if we're going to expand, let's try to come a little bit closer to some of our, uh, our students' homes. Do you, so that's where we are. Do you regret opening up a new program during COVID, or everybody at YCQ has been so cooperative it's gone like any other year would have? <laughs> I have absolutely no regrets, but I have to tell you, we made the announcement. I don't remember exactly, but it was, it was sometime in February last year. <laughs> and, you know, like four, three, four weeks later when we realized what's going on, you know, I, I, oh my, I, I, don't, I wonder what would have happened if, you know, the, the uh, corona outbreak uh, would have started, you know, here in the New York uh, area in January. I, right. I, I wonder what would have happened. I'm glad that it didn't um, for so many reasons, but not the least of which is uh, it, it didn't cause us to pause. Um, and, and really, um, we are at capacity. Um, Already? At, 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 at YCQ. Well, I, I should say we, we, are, we are at the capacity, at the cap that we've placed on ourselves for this year. Wow. Um, we are at, at YCQ. at YCQ this year is um, 28 students in four different classes. Mitzvah next year will be adding another class, and the year after that, another. Um, so we, we will have more capacity next year, but, but um, in terms of what we felt like we could take on for this inaugural year at Sinai at YCQ, um, we, you know, those, those spots were filled within a few weeks. Remember that this campaign is called A Season of Sinai Stories, and through the website at SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org, plus on social media, and through our friends at the Jewish Link, uh, both in New Jersey and Queens, in their print uh, versions, you're going to be able to follow along these stories, which will show Sinai and how it's impacted students, families, and the entire community through this campaign. Um, it, l- l- we should do one other thing. A lot of people, uh, you know, who who may not have been familiar with the fact that you're literally embedded in regular schools, they probably think there is some disruption or difficulty in a school maintaining multiple tracks. You know, one uh, being you know for the regular students, and one being for those uh, who who need special attention. I mean. Can you describe how not only it doesn't interfere, but it really enhances the school environment? For sure. So in each, we, we call ourselves like a, a school within a school. Right. And really from, from our kids' perspective, they go to Kushner or YCQ or SAR or whichever school it is that they're at. Because they and they'll tell you that. They'll, they'll, they'll say it that way. They will tell you that, that, that they're, they're regular students in those schools, which is, of course, a great feeling for them. That's that's right, and uh, you know some might think that we're insulted by that. We're not. We're very <laughs> proud. That's what we want from our students. Um, we're, we're proud of the name Sinai and what it is that we do, but we want our students to be integrated. Right. Um, and so, um, so they, they have the benefit of benefiting from the self-contained classes and the supports and therapies that you would expect in a special ed environment from us, but also at the same time for any part of the day, social or academic. Um, being also be able to benefit from the inclusive mainstream type of uh, opportunities that there are, whether that's you know uh, sports teams or or clubs or shabbatonim, um, you know, or davening or recess or all those things, at, or, or, or um, classes as well. Right. Um, and and each kid, we, we serve a pretty wide spectrum of of children, um, and so uh, some of our students shine in different areas, and all of those all of those areas are are available to them. Uh, very important, everybody. You're literally supporting Sinai, but you're also supporting uh, a young people who are feeling completely integrated and are getting the uh, you know the high quality education under the Sinai umbrella. It's really an incredible mix and it works well 
and it's worked well for a really, really long time. It's one of the reasons that usually there's a thousand people at the dinner, and it's one of the reasons why so many people love to support the Sinai organization. Uh, again, you can follow everything by um, logging on to SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org, and in lieu of a dinner this year, they're going to be telling stories about the last four decades through the uh, through the stories that um, alumni, parents, staff members, etc., have. And you'll be able to follow along and uh, see just how important Sinai has been for the children of our community. Now, before we get to the song, which I'll introduce, because it's obvious from the notes that I have here that this song literally has been done um, to help with the Sinai campaign. The most important thing, Rabbi Rothwax, you know, usually it's it's simple. Usually it's go to this website, place your reservation for the dinner, or, you know, call the Sinai office today and make sure you're there that night, you know, at the at the uh, ballroom in Teaneck. But I want to make it clear because, you know, you're using this campaign now in January and February in lieu of a dinner. How do people contribute? How do they become part of the annual Sinai campaign? Uh, I would encourage people to go to a website, SinaiStories.org. Um, you could go to our, our main website, SinaiSchools.org as well. Um, if you go to SinaiStories.org, that'll take you um, to that, which we've been talking about today, um, both um, both through through pictures, through video, and through the written word, um, telling many different stories from different perspectives. Um, of course, there, there's uh, opportunities and links there as well to um, to be able to donate to our campaign. Yeah, and it's it's prominent, folks. It's right there. Make sure to donate, and make sure, especially those of us who try to donate every year uh, to the Sinai campaign through the dinner, certainly make sure to do it this year. But if those of you who have never participated before, check it out. You'll be impressed with the videos, and you'll certainly be impressed with four decades of uh, changing lives, which Sinai is responsible for. And there's plenty of tabs for you to explore, and four decades of honorees, probably people who you know, uh, are included because uh, it's such a vast list of four decades of people who have been involved with the Sinai organization. And uh, again, SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org, that is the best way to contribute and feel part of this, even if we are not gathering for an annual dinner this year. Uh, now, Rabbi Rothwax, according to my notes, there is a new original song that is going to be released in a few weeks as a music video, and I'm assuming uh, this is for the Sinai organization. The song I know is called Journeys. I know it's a song from a parent to a child with music by Shim Kramer. The lyrics were written by a Sinai parent, Abigail Hepner-Gross, who's also Sinai's director of communications. And there will be a music video that's being created by a former Sinai student uh, who's now a professional film editor, which makes my point from before. Um, yes. th- that'll, be, that'll be released in February and will be available on the Sinai website after that. Now, what can you tell us, in addition to what I've just said, what can you tell us about the song, Journeys? But I tried to describe um, earlier in our conversation was, um, you know, that cheshbon and nefesh that we were trying to do to be able to show to people the heart of of Sinai and where we where we came from and what it is that we that we strive to do. Um, I think what this story, um, what this uh, song tries to illustrate to those who are listening is the journey of of a Sinai student and specifically a Sinai parent and and the the. Um, the, the sorrow and 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 pain oftentimes that is associated in the beginning of realizing when you have a child with special needs and that your life and the life of your child is is going to take a, a different trajectory than than perhaps you anticipated um, and and what 
uh, good intervention through uh, through Sinai and, and and frankly from other organizations as well. Um, what what that could do to to really change the course um, from from that of of frustration and and being frustrated to to that of um, you know success and pride. Um, so you have um, he- you have heard the sound of the voice of desperation on the other end of the phone when parents don't understand the type of help they're about to get from your organization and they're desperately I, looking for it. I do, um, and and um, and those are such brave parents who, despite yep. being so down, um, are are taking that that step to call. Sometimes that's actually the hardest step because once they call and they speak to me or somebody on our team and they realize that there really is a way that we could help them, um, both uh, to help their, their student, their child, academically, socially, emotionally, but also to, to help them as, as, as parents um, financially yeah. in making, making this work. And after they make that first call, um, it, things are, are so much easier. And, you know, oftentimes, Nachum asks me, so, like, what's the one message you want to get out? I, I would, I'd say, I'll ask the question for you. The, question, the, what, the one message I want to get out is, please just make the call. Right. Just, just, just pick up the phone um, and, and, and let us see if we, we could help you. Because, and, and, uh, and, uh, and before we get back to the video uh, or the audio, uh, the, um, a point that we need to make, which I, I should have made sure to make earlier, uh, you know, if we, uh, whatever it is, whatever the real cost is per child, you know, in the Yeshiva League, so to speak, whether it's 20000 25000 more or less, I mean, we, don't have to, that, we know what, the tui- what full tuition basically is in, a, in, in the majority of our schools. When it comes to Sinai, could you put a number on what a, year's, a, a year of education costs in order to have someone have a child in a special program like that? There are multiples of that, but 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 the important thing is, is that our our parents, the average parent um, that sends their child to Sinai, actually pays less to ch- send their child to Sinai than they do to send their other children to regular yeshiva. Right, but the, is, but the point is here that that's another reason why we need such a successful campaign. That's that's exactly right. Because exactly we need, right. we, we need, need to be there for our parents, and, and, right. and it's not just another tuition. Right. Our parents who who have children with special needs have many, many more costs of you know therapies and uh, sometimes other equipment and right. things that aren't covered by insurance, and and, and so they're they're just they're getting hit from all over, and we see it as our job to be able to make sure. So when when you say, say yes. when you say multiples. That that you're suggesting that that tuition or the cost of education for a Sinai student could be fifty or seventy thousand dollars. That is not an exaggeration. You're serious when you Correct. say that. So people, yes. people need yes. to know that when you're giving a significant sum to Sinai, that money is being used for a really good purpose, and very often for families that are tapped out from you know regular yeshiva tuition, and that's a struggle to begin with, and then are faced with a situation where they have to be as generous as possible. Uh, for Sinai, so that uh, they can move forward with their own child situation. You know, finally, we have um, we have parents sometimes who who have their kids with us for a number of years, and um, they've gained skills that they need to be able to go out into a mainstream school and be successful there. And and it's it's a happy time for everybody. Um, but sometimes the parents say to us, "Yeah, but we but we can't can't afford tuition in the other school. Right. We could do it by you." <laughs> right? It's ironic, but um, you know. It's, <laughs> 
That's a well, good problem to have. I was just going to say, they call that a good problem to have. Yeah. All right, so back to the song. So it's called Journeys. It is. Uh, there's a lot of Sinai connections, as we mentioned, because a Sinai parent actually wrote the lyrics, right? Yes. Um, it was written by Abigail Hepner-Gross, who um, is, was a Sinai parent, or I should say a parent of a, a Sinai alumnus, right. um, and, and also is our director of communications. And she um, not only is it her job, but she really... Um, kind of, you know, feels the words um, that that were written from a very, very personal place. And instead of a dinner, the campaign will be a regular, um, a, a regular release to the public through SinaiStories.org and through the newspapers. We said and social media of uh, the different uh, pieces that people will be recording in terms of their uh, impressions of Sinai from their perspective. So that'll be happening over the next few weeks. I'm assuming at least until the 20th of February, and then uh, and then everybody out there will be able to enjoy in the month of February, the release of this video, which will also help capture uh, the entire Sinai experience and hopefully will encourage people to give and support this unique 2021 campaign. Rabbi Rothwax, I'm assuming that you're assuming that uh, at the beginning of 2022, there will be an annual dinner, please God. I'm assuming you're working toward that goal. But 20... We are working towards that goal. <laughs> but, 2021, but 2021 has a unique campaign, one you hopefully won't have to revisit again, but it has a unique campaign uh, which will give everybody an opportunity to learn about Sinai and to uh, experience it from the comfort of their own home and hopefully will encourage them to give and be as generous as possible. I really do want to see this campaign be at least as successful as the times that you gather with a thousand people at the ballroom in Natinek, New Jersey. Uh, we're going to play this song. It's music by Shim Kramer. The lyrics you mentioned, Abigail Hepner Gross. The music video is going to be created by a former Sinai student and be released in a few weeks. It's called Journeys. We'll do it next here at JM in the AM. And I ask everybody to please be as generous as possible, especially those of you who would never miss a Sinai dinner or never miss an opportunity to give before the Sinai dinner. Just realize the different format this year and give what you can. Sinai Stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org, and follow everything that's going on uh, in print, social media, and on the website over the next few weeks. SinaiStories.org, when you go to that website, I guarantee you, because I've seen it up close and personal, you'll have an opportunity immediately to donate and to support the great work of Sinai. Rabbi Rothwax, is there anything you'd like to add before we hear this song? Just that I really appreciate, Nachum, you're giving us this, this platform. You know, we, we don't take it for granted. I appreciate everything that you do for the community and for getting uh, the word out specifically you know, about, about our cause as well. Um, we, are a, uh, we are better off. Um, we, are, we are a stronger community because of what you're doing. And I, we do appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that very much. And we love promoting proven commodities. And Rabbi Rothwax, it seems that Sinai has done an amazing job for four decades, and they're going nowhere. They're going to continue their commitment to help the children of our community. And we appreciate that uh, that declaration, which I know that you probably say oftentimes. Absolutely. You're Thank the, you so much. You're there for the children of the community. It's much appreciated. Thank you, Rabbi Rothwax. Rabbi Dr. Yisrael Rothwax is dean of the Sinai schools. I, I can't say it enough, folks. First of all, again, if you usually go to the dinner or if you usually toss in a donation because you hear Rabbi Rothwax on the air before the dinner, please don't abandon Sinai now. Make sure to give something uh, before when traditionally the dinner would take place. I guess the dinner would be what, like mid-February, that type of thing? So please give what you can at SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org. For those of you listening around the world who wonder 
about organizations like Sinai and what they're doing in the community, well, I could tell you that they really are a proven commodity and that they are helping children in our community for decades. They are transforming schools and transforming families. They are building um, um, children in our community into real leaders later on in life and people who are successful in the professions that they pursue. And uh, and the most important thing, the most important thing, uh, and I, I never forget this lesson, they continue to expand. They continue to expand. They understand the importance of being out there in more and more schools and for more and more children, and that's the sign of, a, uh, of an effective organization that understands the importance of growth and pursues it, and pursues it well. So please, SinaiStories.org, SinaiStories.org. Here is the, here's the final mix of the song they call Journeys. It's going to eventually be a, a music video inspiring everybody to uh, support the work of Sinai. Here it is at JM in the AM.
Embrace your challenges and face them at all. My heart will burst and cry for you. Oh, my amazing child, what a journey lies ahead. The future shines through in your eyes. Know that whatever comes, you are never. I will always be there by your side. I will always be there by your side. I will always be there. J.M. the A.M. Shem Kramer and company with uh, Journeys. Dedicated to the uh, children and families of Sinai. Give generously, everybody. SinaiStories.org. SinaiStories.org. And I thank Rabbi Rothrax from all of us here at JM in the AM.